0: Hey, Bismillah, day 29 of the 99 Names of Allah Ramadan series. Can't believe it, today is the last name from the 99 Names. Anyway, let's begin. So, what was the point of this Ramadan series? Because Allah states in the Quran, biha." And to Allah belong the best names, so invoke Him by them. Surah Al A'raf, verse 180. And then we know the hadith where the Prophet ﷺ said that Allah has 99 names, whoever memorizes and embraces these qualities will enter heaven. So today we're going to learn about the last name, and it's the most I think it's the most suitable name especially with the end of Ramadan. And it is, it is As-Sabur, the patient, the extensively enduring one, the one who doesn't rush to punish sinners or wrongdoers. He is so patient that he gives time for those who have disbelieved or committed a sin to repent and ask for forgiveness from Allah. And so sabur comes from the root sin bara And it can mean to be patient, to endure a trial or affliction without complaining or with good manners, to bear calmly and to persevere. So we have this verse. إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ وَتَوَاصُوا بِالْحَقِّ وَتَوَاصُوا بِالصَّبْرِ except for those who have believed and done righteous deeds and advised each other to truth and advised each other to patience. Surah al-Asr, verse three. I'm sure, many of you might know this, this surah, Surah al-Asr, because it's like the shortest surah. So we tend, well, I'm speaking for myself first and foremost, of course. I tend to choose a surah because it's the shortest, but also because of how meaningful of a surah it is. Like this verse is saying that those who believed and righteous, it's reminding us that we need to advise each other to the truth and advise each other to patience so patience is a very important attribute to have as Muslims and even as human beings first and foremost so we also have another verse where it mentions <laughs> O oh, you who have believed, persevere and endure and remain stationed and fear Allah that you may be successful. Surah Al-Imran verse 200 So again here Allah is literally reminding us that we need to, those who believe, we need to be اصبروا wasabi'ru, persevere and endure and remain stationed and so we need to constantly remember that we need to be patient with our decree, with what Allah has decreed for us. It can be hard sometimes. Yeah, I know it can be so hard but we need to, as believers, we need to have patience that Allah knows what's best. And we just need to have patience. Again, there's another verse. amanu أَيُّهَا in al-sabirin. Oh, you who have believed, seek help through patience and prayer. Indeed, Allah is with the patient. Surah Baqarah, verse 153. So again, this verse, again, it's reminding us that we need to seek help through patience and prayer. So when we're praying, we're at the closest to Allah. Our relationship with Allah, it's literally like we're meeting him. We can't see him, we can't hear him, but we this is the relationship with Allah, this prayer. It is literally three to five minutes, two to five minutes, however many minutes you pray. Um, it's literally your meeting with Allah five times a day. That's the bare minimum. And this is how we seek patience and through that's how we seek help through prayer as well. And Allah is with the patient. So Allah is again reminding us that we need to be patient because Allah is with the patient. So there's this hadith where the Prophet um said that the best of actions are those which are small and consistent. Small and cons- consistent, okay? So... Um, Ramadan is literally coming to an end. Tomorrow, inshallah, is the last day of fasting. I don't know how your Ramadan went, if you, it was the best, most spiritually uplifting month, or maybe you struggled, maybe it didn't go the way you expected or wanted. I mean, that's okay. That's life. We have our ups and downs, we have our positives and our negatives. We're only human after all. And so, the main thing now is, referring back to that hadith where the Prophet said that the best actions are those which are small and consistent is that now, after Ramadan ends, we need to continue those deeds that are small and consistent, just like the Prophet said. So, for example, praying five times a day, you've been able to do that during Ramadan, continue doing that, and that is the best of actions. Um, Fasting Monday and Thursday, we've fasted a whole 30 days. I mean, many females didn't fast 30 days, but it's still the same. Like fasting, we can fast the Mondays and Thursdays as a sunnah, like the Prophet. We can continue fasting. We don't have to, um, Ramadan ends, that means we don't need to fast. We're done with fasting. No, we can still continue to fast and fast the Mondays and Thursdays. Shawwal is coming up and there's the reward of fasting the six six days of Shawwal which is like equivalent to fasting all of uh, the whole year so fasting is something that's of a benefit to us it's not just for drama in, in ramadan we can continue to fast inshallah and so even like saying the three qul's قل before you go to sleep just seeking that protection from for all from allah before you go to sleep um doing your morning when you wake up reciting ayatul kursi whenever you can these are these are just showing the beauty of Allah's patience that with this hadith he's not we're not required to do strenuous tasks or large things of like memorizing the quran in a month or a day or whatever no the best of actions are those which are small and cons- consistent so take it slow baby steps incorporate actions every now and then so start small. Maybe you've uh, been praying like, I don't know, let's say five times a day. Try and maybe you haven't been praying them on time. So when Ramadan, even from now start, um, start praying them on time. So once you know that the hud or Asr or whatever has, uh, whichever prayer has uh, then, pray on time immediately. Try and incorporate Just even praying one prayer from the five on time and then adding on until you can pray all five on time, insha'Allah, that's small and consistent, insha'Allah. And so let's take a breather. Let's quickly reflect on what I've just said. So the best of actions are the small and consistent ones, okay? So thinking about your Ramadan, this Ramadan that's almost passing by what action do you think that you did every day that maybe you're proud of or that you know you can continue to do even after ramadan ends so i can give you some examples but you probably have your own examples so for example many people recited a juz a day from the quran so maybe this is going to be hard once ramadan ends you have other circumstances other situations you have work school whatever so instead of trying to Strain yourself and try and finish uh, just a day and like, oh, no, I'm not gonna catch I'm not gonna be able to take a slow baby step recite just a page of the Quran every day before you go to sleep When you wake up after you pray a prayer if if even if a page is too much for you Just read a verse a verse Just one verse every day and then you can incorporate one verse for a week, and then you can see that, oh, I'm able to do this, let me add another verse, and so on and so forth. And inshallah, you'll be able to continue to just keep that habit of building that relationship with the Qur'an, because this is the Qur'an is the word of Allah. Like, How can we build our, our relationship with Allah if we don't read the Qur'an, if we don't understand what we're reading? So that's an example that you can do that's a small and consistent action. Or for example, you've decided from the beginning of Ramadan to pray all your sunnahs, all your sunnah prayers. Now again, this might be hard to continue to do after Ramadan. So maybe you can choose to pray the sunnas of Fajr and Maghrib only. I mean, the reward for Fajr sunnah prayer is amazing. So even just keeping that consistency of praying the sunnah Fajr after Ramadan, that's beautiful in itself. Like you don't have to strain yourself after Ramadan. Just small and consistent is the most beautiful and best of actions. We also have this other hadith where the Prophet ﷺ said that whoever curbs his anger while being able to act, Allah will fill his heart with certainty of faith. So if Allah can be patient with his creation, if Allah can retain his anger from those who disbelieve, from those who do wrong, from the oppressors, why can't we learn to be patient with creation, with our parents, with our family, with colleagues? We, we need to practice patience to be able to just fill our hearts with that purity and sincerity and faith. Again, we have this other hadith where the Prophet says that tells us whoever persists in being patient, Allah will make him patient. Nobody can be given a blessing better and greater than patience. So nothing is better than to be blessed with patience. So whenever we whenever we practice patience, whenever we continue to take a breath, be patient, Allah will make us patient, and that is the most beautiful of blessings to be granted. So we have this other verse. And seek help through. Patience and prayer. So again, the same mention of patience and prayer. Seeking help through that. And indeed it is difficult except for the humbly submissive to Allah. Surah Baqarah verse 45. So again, this is reminding us that we need to submit ourselves whole and truly to Allah alone and to trust that whatever He has decreed for us, that's it. We trust in His decree. And so we can seek help through both patience and prayer. So whenever you're feeling like down or anxious or whatever, seek help through patience and prayer. It's difficult except for those who submit to Allah, to who humbly submit. So just believing in Allah and just submitting to him, to his decree, it will be easy inshallah. <clears throat> I mean, we are going to struggle, of course, because we're human after all. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to have our ups and downs. We're going to be faced with Difficult difficult trials and tribulations. So that's why Allah reminds us in surah um, al-sharh For indeed with hardship will be ease Indeed with hardship will be ease. So these are verses five to six So I find it so beautiful and so interesting how Allah not only repeats this verse or mentions this verse once He's mentioning it twice. So he's letting us know that with hardship is ease with hardship is ease so we need to remember that we need to just find that patience and practice that patience that we know that with every hardship comes ease because literally Allah has mentioned it in the Quran twice he's literally reminding us that we need to be patient because with hardship is ease and so there's also this hadith which states that um, amazing is the believer for whatever Allah decrees for him it is better for him if he is tested with a bounty, a blessing, he is grateful for it, and this is better for him. And if he is afflicted with a hardship, he is patient with it, and this is better for him. So this hadith is quite important because it's reminding us that when we're, when we're blessed with money, with children, with security, with houses, I don't know, whatever possession you're blessed with, we need to be grateful because that's better for us. But also, when we're afflicted with our hardship, whether that's losing a job or not being able to find a job, not being able to have children, not being able to have a house or whatever, anything like that, we need to know that we need to be patient and that is better for us. So let's see what Imam al-Ghazali says about this name. as sabur, the patient is the one who does not let haste move him to carry out an action before its time but rather decides matters according to definite plan and brings them about in delineated ways, not keeping them from their appointed time as a lazy person would do by procrastinating, nor bringing them forth before their time as a precipitate person would by hastening, but rather disposing each thing in its proper time, in the way in which it needs to be, and according to what it requires, and all that without being subjected to a force opposing his will. So, as man's patience is concerned, it will require endurance, of course, since the meaning of patience for him involves affirming religious and rational resolve in opposing the impulses of passion or anger. So, you have these two opposing motives you have your religion, you have your rationale, and then you have your passion and anger. They're two opposing motives. And so, when you repel that impulse, and if he repels the impulse, leading to rashness and haste, yet inclines to the one inducing him to delay, He will be called patient, since he caused the impulse to haste to be overcome. So that's what Imam Ghazali says about this name. And so it's also quite important because I find that I'm not a very, I'm a very impatient person. Like I want things done here and now. And so it's quite important to actually practice patience because Allah is patient with us. So why can't we practice patience in this world right now? It's quite an important attribute to have as Muslims as well. So that was the last name of Allah. So I'm going to end it with a dua using the name Sabur, Sabur, patience. So Bismillah. Our Lord, pour upon us patience and plant firmly our feet and give us victory over the disbelieving people. This is also a verse in the Quran, Baqarah 250, and then again there's this one from the Quran as well, Rabbana alayna sabran wa tawaffana muslimin Our Lord pour upon us patience and let us die as Muslims. This was verse, uh, sorry, Surah 7, verse 126. So these are two beautiful du'as that we can implement into our daily routine and just constantly say it because we need patience. I mean, especially in this world, 21st century, instant gratification, it's quite hard to have that patience. So, just constantly saying this These are just beautiful du'as to just constantly recite. So, inshallah, that Allah will be able to just infuse our hearts, infuse our souls with patience so that we are of the believers and the submitters, inshallah. And so, today is the last night of Ramadan, inshallah, because tomorrow will be Ramadan, the day 30, but there won't be like qiyam or anything like that, so try to make the most of it. We don't know if we're going to live for the next Ramadan. Inshallah we will, um, if that's what's best for us. So just pray extra, pray the Hajj al Qiyam al if you can, increase your du'as, your dhikr, Donate to charity. Read more Quran. Say the du'a. Allahumma innaka hafoon. Tohhibul 'Afa anni. Oh Allah, you are pardoning, and what you and you love pardoning, so pardon me. And also, especially on this last night of Ramadan, if we can remember our sisters and brothers in Palestine, Yemen, the Uyghur Muslims, um, the Muslims in Afghanistan, the daughters or the females who were killed. Um, Lebanon just anyone and anywhere just all our Muslim brothers and sisters if we can just remember them just in our du'as not just tonight, but every day insha'Allah and So tomorrow I would usually say we'll learn a few more names of Allah, but today we've learned the last name, but insha'Allah tomorrow I want to someone here had mentioned um had reference a qasida so i'd like to read that tomorrow inshallah and also like just quickly summarize what the names that we've learned so that we've learned inshallah and yeah so and then i'll also mention like why i'm planning for after ramadan inshallah for the halqa haven group or a clubhouse, if you want to call it that. Um, and yes, there's a room now that's happening where it's going to be a prayer. Um, let me just quickly see what it's called. The prayer of the oppressed. It's in the the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam clubhouse. So if you all just go over there, insha'Allah, inshallah our prayers will be accepted. I ask that Allah accepts your fast for today, and I ask that He accepts your du'as. That you've been asking for, inshallah. And Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.